0: What the beep?
1: Uh, I didn't realize you were counting it down there. I didn't see that there at all.
0: Okay... (laughs) What the beep just happened. (laughs) Hey guys, this is your host, Pete McGriddle, and right now we're actually at SeaWorld and we are waiting for the Sea Lion Show. Joining me today is Papa Murphy. Say hello, Papa Murphy. Hello. So tell us, uh, what are your thoughts about SeaWorld so far?
1: Well, it matters what personality I have out. Um, I have uh, three personalities. Currently, I'm in the very nice personality. I have another one in which I'm not very nice and one in which I cannot walk.
0: I'm glad you can walk today.
1: I can walk today. It matters.
0: So we're kind of conflicted on how we feel about SeaWorld. Um, If you've watched any documentaries, they kind of have a reputation for not being very nice to animals. Um, So we're not sure how we feel about that. So we're keeping our eyes wide open. We've seen a lot of things about how they they have a conservation fund. It seems like they kind of turned around, but keeping a skeptical view and keeping our eyes open. What do you think so far, Papa Murphy?
1: I think it's been pretty great.
0: Pretty great, yeah. So right now we're seeing our first show, the Sea lion show. It's starting in about fifteen minutes. But uh, let's talk about some other things we've done in Florida so far. Okay. Um, what it was last night? We did some rock and karaoke, and Papa Murphy and his brother performed a pretty awesome version of Tequila. Uh, tell me what inspired you guys about that. Kazam. Can you elaborate?
1: Yes, I can. That is the sound of a great idea being struck into the brain of some random person. And I happen to be that random person. At first I was going to perform it alone, but then I realized how amazing my brother was at dancing.
0: He is a very good dancer. I don't know where he got it from, it's just innate talent. And we're all rather envious.
1: He's rather powerful.
0: If you haven't seen the video of them performing tequila, check it out on my Instagram, pipers underscore song, or check it out on my YouTube. But anyway, go on to tell us. Uh, so anyway, the, the crowd was wild, uh, as you may hear in the video. And even the servers at the bar came out and stopped serving to come watch. So I liked to sing, but, and I thought I did pretty good. But unfortunately, this, the show was stolen from me. But uh, yeah, so the karaoke was a, a blast. And as I talked about in my last podcast, we let it rip on vacation. We just, we just go wild, and uh, we don't want uh, to let our inhibitions hold us back. But um, another thing we were talking about unrelated to vacation today was obituaries. So, yeah, we're talking about obituaries, and we're like, what is the point of obituaries? Um,
1: I didn't even know they existed until this morning, Yeah. personally.
0: So some people actually get newspapers just to read the obits, but they're always really vague. Like, John Johnson died suddenly. We want to know the details. Like, if you're going to write an obit, John Johnson died suddenly, eating a hot dog, choked to death. That's interesting. He I-
1: owned a family company.
0: Right. Like, come on, give me some deets.
1: Yeah, seriously. He climbed onto a fan and wouldn't let go.
0: Right. That's he went swimming
1: with the dolphins.
0: Right. You know, got got bit by a shark, went S- down.
1: Successfully convinced SeaWorld staff to let him swim with a jellyfish. Yeah. What's going on there? Thought a
0: box jellyfish wasn't poisonous. Thought it was from SpongeBob. You know, something. Give me something, people.
1: There's a Minecraft fish, obviously. It's a box. Right. I mean, box.
0: Got it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, do you, what do you guys think? Seriously. Have you guys ever read the obits?
1: Flew too high with his propeller hat.
0: Dark stuff. Dark stuff. So, the other thing we're pretty excited about, about SeaWorld today, is uh, riding the roller coasters. Are you a roller coaster fan, Papa Murphy?
1: I have not been in the past, but I'm ready to give it a, a try this time. Give it a whirl? I'm gonna give it a whirl.
0: Okay. What is what is the coolest ride you've ever been on?
1: <laughs> I. Or
0: are you not much of a ride? Like, you haven't had much experience? I have
1: had some experience, but my best ride ever would be when I went to Castaway Key. I always. It's either. It's tight between. There's a tradition that my brother and I have that we always go into the surf shack. Every single time, and then the other one is the swings. It's just an oldie but a goodie. I always enjoyed the swings. What's the swings? The swings is basically the giant. It's literally just a giant top with mm-hmm. swings hanging down, and it spins round and gets higher and higher.
0: Okay, I'm just it's asking for awesome. our viewers, yes, I our listeners. They may be viewing the screen. Um, and tell me a little bit about Castaway Key. What, what was that experience? On the cruise? Yeah, elaborate.
1: Uh, what I did in Castaway Key was I ran a five K on an airplane strip. That was not Where
0: fun. is Castaway Key?
1: Bahamas? It's just that way. Okay. I mean like it's not And so exactly what kind of
0: cruise did you go on? Disney
1: cruise, obviously, because it's a Disney owned island. We okay. went on the uh, Okay,
0: so Castaway Key is a Disney owned island and when you go on the cruise it's a special island only owned by Disney. I to think what boat we went on. I
1: think yeah. it was the magic.
0: Okay. And so you ran a five K there and um where where and what else did you do there?
1: There were some pretty awesome water slides, but other than that, I mainly, most of my time was taken up on running the 5K and just going on the water slides.
0: Okay, cool. So you've you've had a lot of experience with vacations. I
1: have. I've been lucky to be able to go on that.
0: Yeah, we have been blessed with a lot of great travel experiences, but I don't think I've traveled in... Probably about six years to really speak of of anything that was very far. So this has been a great experience for me. I've, I've really missed it. Yeah, the
1: Florida trip's rocking it.
0: It's definitely rocking. And the weather has been great. We've been really... Had some yeah. great weather. And and the only
1: sad part is that two of our crew yeah. members got sick.
0: Oh, on the cruise? No. Oh, oh. You mean, on the
1: cruise, I was sick. Yeah,
0: I know we're talking about this time. Yeah, we've had a, had a little bit of a battle with illness, but we've just kind of...
1: I think we may have quarantined it off successfully. Yeah. We're, we're going to find out in a day we or two. We just
0: drugged up and... Fought on through, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But by far, other than the, the karaoke, which is awesome, Discovery Cove is probably one of the best things I've been to ever. It's seriously awesome.
0: I love Discovery Cove. It was exceeded my expectations so much. It was truly uh, a magical experience it was so tropical and I loved the nature of it it was incredible to get so close to the animals and the scenery was so beautiful if I could go there for five days I wouldn't get bored and you could do the experiences over again and they feel you you don't get bored of them what was your favorite part
1: my favorite part (laughs) um that's that's really hard I mean I really enjoyed swimming with the fish and being able to do that but to be honest I personally found out that I do not like being in the fish domain if I'm not. They have a high advantage over me. <laughs> All right. Even if they are. But like the stingrays I'm talking about that were in there. I'm, of course, there's stingers taken out, but it doesn't matter because they're the size of dining room tables. Like, really, these things were huge.
0: huge. Yeah.
1: And yeah, those, those are pretty scary. I really enjoyed messing with this little girl that came up. Um, she sounded like Peppa Pig <laughs> and looks like Princess... Leia from Star Wars. How old was she? Seven. Okay. Brennan and I went ahead and we were gathering some rocks, because they're just really cool rocks on the bottom of the pool. I actually carried one through the entirety of Discovery Cove and brought it home as a souvenir. Uh, but we had these rocks. Not
0: sure that's
1: allowed. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we got these rocks and we were playing with them and Peppa Pig comes up, because she sounds exactly like Peppa Pig. Okay. Okay. And she says, I'm sorry, but those are my friend's rocks. <laughs> so
0: she was British? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, Peppa Pig is, obviously. The only I'm sorry, thing, I'm
0: not The only that. reason Very she was
1: not was because Pig. of the hairstyle, and she was not six feet tall. Okay. But other than that, she was Peppa Pig. So she tells us that they're her friend's rocks because uh, he put them that. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're pretty sure that these belong to Sea World. And of course, the other rock belongs to me. Oh, the show's beginning.
0: Oh no, the show's beginning. We will have to check back in. All right, we'll say goodbye, Papa Murphy. Farewell. All right, guys, so we're back. We're now we're back at the hotel. We've just returned from SeaWorld. So, uh, I've got Papa Murphy here with me.
1: Indeed,
0: indeed. And, um, so what did you think of SeaWorld, Papa Murphy? Truly incredible. Yeah, I, if you checked my Instagram, I posted about a mime. He was really my true hero. He cracked me up, he was hilarious, and honestly, I was really envious of his job. I would love to be a mime. It looked like an absolute blast. Um, it was really funny. He, like, went up and took stuff out of people's backpacks and was making fun of them, and it's just essentially you get to be a jerk and get away with it and be hilarious
1: and it exactly jerk
0: yeah it's just, just being thing. funny yeah you know, and, and jest. but I feel like that's how I act anyway but <laughs> but I I'm not a mime <laughs> the sea lion show was pretty rad mm-hmm. Papa Murphy's not talking because he just stuffed his face with a popsicle
1: listen it was lime and very good and was falling off the stick it had to be desperate done. times
0: call for desperate measures yeah Pretty much, we also went on Mako or Mako, the roller coaster. Yep, it was Papa Murphy's like first real roller, roller coaster. coaster.
1: And at first, I was horrified. Then I was screaming in my brother's ear. His words. Awesome he's was.
0: screaming, "Yeah, heck yeah, this is awesome!" So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take that as it was, a, it was a pretty much a loop good. Of those,
1: those three statements, and yeah, yeah,
0: it's
1: pretty dang good.
0: Yeah, it was pretty great. So, why don't you tell us about your little story at Discovery Cove the other day? Not the one about Peppa Pig, the one about uh, the locker room.
1: Unfortunately, in order to get out of the wetsuits, you have to go into a a large locker room where people take quick showers and leave. We were in line for a very long time because four men got in there and decided to take shower showers because they had body wash, shampoo, and everything in there.
0: They were prepared.
1: They, they were prepared, except it took forever, and there was a large line, and it just jumped up when these four in particular people got in. It's like, we have a line, people. I was the fastest of everyone because I was like, I'm going to take a shower at home. But um, one guy decided not to wear any trousers or underwear and just walked out of the shower, and it was simply put horrifying.
0: Papa Murphy is very sensitive to modesty. He prides himself on modesty. Oh.
1: It's, I'm good, it's basic, how can someone not be, like, could be okay with a guy without any pants or underwear? I'm sure everyone there was like, oh, my. <laughs> and I, I am positive that a bunch of us just, like, I saw the entire crowd behind me and everything just turn away. Like, look down, look at their phones, just do anything to hide... Um, uh, Mr. Italian who didn't put on some underwear.
0: Yeah, I think there's a big cultural difference. They're very comfortable with nudity.
1: I have a very large, I had a very very large urge to just go, good grief man, get some pants on.
0: (laughs) When I went on the Disney cruise that we were talking about, I also had an experience with some European race, I'm not sure what, but it was a woman and I just walked into the bathroom and I was greeted by two large cheeks, and let's just say they weren't on the face. So, yeah. And I was like, okay. Yep, I turns. see a butt. I see a knee all white and shiny. No. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: where you Yeah,
0: so... Not not
1: the most pleasant there, but Discovery Cove was pretty singing awesome, because people did have clothes on.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That would have ruined my time, had everyone not had clothes on.
0: Yeah, so, um, anyway, um, so what are our plans for the rest of the week?
1: Um probably going to go back to SeaWorld to try the other roller coasters. We had to come yes. back because some of our crew members weren't feeling the best. They're not necessarily sick, but it was pretty hot out there. It was
0: so. very hot. Today, I think the high was in the high 80s, and it was humid, so we were Feeding definitely the feeling the sun big time. So um,
1: We got to eat at a fancy restaurant. We did. That was did. really
0: cool. Tell us about the restaurant.
1: It was pretty awesome. You got to sit down, and it's a giant fish tank around Essentially, you. Essentially, yeah. So, like, sharks swim right up next to you.
0: Yeah, more than a fish tank. Like, one whole wall is connected to almost an aquarium in a way and the sharks and fish come right up to the wall and you're right face to face with sharks fish etc and it's a very neat experience
1: most of them look really funny because their eyeball was like bulging out of their head and they didn't move it left to right so it was just one bulged eyeball just sit in there But there was one that was especially scary because it constantly had its mouth open showing, like, the three layered rows of teeth. I think he
0: was hungry for you.
1: And, uh, we named him, what was his name? We named him Roger. Roger.
0: Yeah. It was Mr. Roger's Neighborhood.
1: Hood. Yeah, he was in the hood. Emphasis. Mr. Roger's Neighborhood. It was the hood.
0: Yeah. Don't mess with Mr. Roger.
1: I gotta say, in the shade, though, it's a very comfortable temperature. Yeah,
0: right now we are currently sitting on a veranda looking at palm trees going to memorize this moment for back when we're in Jersey and it's sad winter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. (laughs) Yes. Well, before we end, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything that's been inspiring you, Papa Murphy? You're our guest, so why don't you tell us us a little bit about what's going on with you. Anything inspiring that you've been watching? YouTube, music, games? I know you have a lot that you... I did
1: recently start Pokemon X, which is pretty awesome. Well, tell us about that. I don't know anything about
0: Pokemon X, so...
1: It's basically, it's right before they made it dead easy, but it's it's a lot easier because I personally came in on Leaf Green. That's, okay. that's my starting, and that one was really difficult because you have to sit for about an hour grinding to get your first few Pokemon to be able to pass the first gym. Um, Black is the other game I played, Pokemon Black, and that one was pretty straightforward. It was on the medium difficulty. This is getting a lot easier with Pokemon X. I mean, like, they give you lots of easy things to do. I mean... Trying to think if there's much else. The only thing that really comes into play there is um, Mega X Evolution, okay. which is pretty sick because I haven't offered so many beginner Pokemon. Like, you get that, the Kanto region. I also found it fun because I just came from Pokemon Black, and right. it turns out, and Pokemon Black set in Minova region, and as I said in the Kanto, that they actually both communicate with each other. Oh, that's neat. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's statues in a certain garden of Zekrom and Reshiram, which are the two legendary. But, basically, not to along this. I'm trying to think. Mega Evolution. I was offered the first, you know, Charizard, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, the obvious ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted, since I already had chosen a fire as my starter, I wanted to go with, um, I think I was leaning towards Squirtle. Okay. Because, you know, when he puts on those shades.
0: He's pretty rad. The Squirtle gang, yeah. But,
1: yeah. Chase decided, no, don't do that. Nudged me and said, pick Char- I mean, uh, Charmander, because... Mm-hmm charizard x looks so sick it, instead of being the orange with red fire he turns black with blue fire
0: that's pretty good it
1: is pretty sick looking i but would that's, definitely choose that that's what i've recently started if that's what you meant by inspiring game yeah
0: that's inspiring i like that mm-hmm. do you have a favorite pokemon
1: Furret. i managed to catch him very quickly Furret is a long-bodied pokemon okay it looks like a little ferret mm-hmm. but a lot cuter which okay. is insane because ferrets are already super cute they and are it, super cute it doesn't smell bad
0: Wow, so it's, that's a win-win because the only
1: complaint yes. I have against ferrets is they're stinky. So, I uh, my brother used a master ball. You can only get one of them in most games, and three of them in other games. It's a sure catch on a ferret. Oh wow! Which is a very simple Pokemon to catch. However, why did he do
0: that
1: then? I think he was doing white too, and they're not natural. You have to go to a very certain route. That there's all of the old Pokemon in. So if you run into it, there's a you have like a one in five hundred chance to run into it again and their Pokemon battle, so they take a while unless mm-hmm. you wanna run and he didn't wanna pass it up. That. Yeah, Got that's you. why they invented the move Foss Swipe, which leaves any Pokemon you strike at one HP. That's for the Pokemon catching, but Chase did not he didn't do that. So he just caught it with a Master Ball.
0: Mm, which is fool. insane. Yep.
1: What I is- still have mine I've caught every single legendary.
0: Well, that's a lot of good insight on Pokemon. Yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah, thank you. In case you needed to know what Pokemon X is all about, it's Mega Evolution. That was
0: good. That was good. Um, How about in the music realm? Listening to any good music? What are you listening to these days?
1: I haven't an access to that many electronics right now since we're on vacation, but.
0: Well, these days is in like the past month really with my
1: brother it was pretty much i don't know i've been recently listening to the punch brothers because that's what
0: okay tell us about the punch brothers he introduced me to the punch brothers recently but i want to hear from you because i know you guys know I more than i do I
1: stumbled across them when i was listening to joshua ritter's another new world mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite songs but i believe that the punch brothers may have done it better because it auto flowed into it okay joshua ritter is definitely if you want to hear the ingenious lyrics more and the punch brothers the muse the music mm-hmm. they also do a very good job with the lyrics but but their the music is insane in that, and I love it. Because it's, it's not usual that I enjoy that kind of music, but I very much mm-hmm. did. And mm-hmm. then I just started listening to the rest of their track. The one that they makes that m- made them really f- famous would be uh, Familiarity.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar with Familiarity. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good one. That was the one that my brother, that Chase, showed me first, and uh, it was a really good one. But um, how many people are in the Punch Brothers? Do you know? I know it's a it's a good amount three is it three i I thought it was four but um three
1: or it's three to five yeah but they have a
0: a very unique sound they do covers they do some originals and uh they're really a neat group so i would recommend to you guys to check them out and also josh ritter who you were talking about who they covered is also a really good artist he's good too
1: i was um when i first listened to his song i just had it for some reason youtube decided to loop it and loop it and loop it and loop it Mm -hmm. so they just tossed it in between the josh Ritter and the punch brother one and i couldn't really do too much about it because at the time i was playing hollow knight on something that let's just say one percent of the people ever complete less than one percent of the people uh, who play that game which are millions of people play that game
0: gosh yeah i've heard of it
1: i finished it it's called um path of pain it's just an insane parkour course that took me hours upon hours it's for those true completionists and that just looped and i couldn't do much about it because at all times you're in the middle of doing some parkour right
0: so you couldn't change the song
1: no no but i didn't i didn't mind it was very good
0: so it must have been really good that you it, didn't it's mind a five minute song
1: so when you loop and it has so many different it doesn't have that many different sections to it but it's so well done that i didn't mind listening to it for that long what really sucked was when i went through the path of pain i made it all was the way to painful the that's an understatement. <laughs> I made it all the way to the end and died. Because Ooh, at the very end... That's the worst. At the very, very, very end, you have to fight enemies. Okay. And there are two very strong enemies at the end. And if you die from an enemy, you go back to the last bench you sat on. If you die from parkour damage, you just go to the last ledge you were standing on.
0: okay. So we
1: dropped me back at the beginning of the parkour course. Um, I... I'm just trying to think of how to explain this, if you don't already know the game Hollow Knight very well, but... (laughs) There are things called charms, and charms just give you special abilities. You can only have so many on at once. I had something on called Sharp Shadow, Mm -hmm. which makes it so you can go and deal damage. Because your character pretty much almost immediately has the ability to phase through things. However, with Sharp Shadow equipped, Mm -hmm. you phase farther, and you do damage when you phase through an enemy, and... You are not supposed to have Sharp Shadow on for the White Palace, which is the overall thing, or the Path of Pain, the especially hard White Palace, because it sends you too far than a usual jump would, Mm -hmm. and I did both with that. Darn. So, yeah, apparently I did it hardcore, hardcore mode.
0: It was like double jeopardy.
1: It was. Chase was like, you did what
0: now? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah.
1: But... I made it in the end,
0: and you got a good song. It was
1: a pretty chintzy cutscene, for <laughs> what I went through. It was literally, it was intense lore, but not.
0: Yeah. Something
1: that could have been looked up. The only thing you do not even get a badge. You didn't get like a, another mark of like another percentage tick up of like seventy from seventy-eight to seventy-nine percent completion.
0: Rhea.
1: The only thing that says I actually did the Path of Pain. Is in my. um my hunter's journal which just tells me every single enemy i've ever killed it's just one little tiny spot that tells me about like it was something so stupid it was like a patch of bugs that glow yeah. that were the lighting for the white palace i mean the path of pain and i'm like that's what i got for all this which to be honest i'm, I'm okay with because <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy to say i got an in- I didn't even get an achievement there was no achievement on steam or anything that you finished path of pain i'm like really are you serious there's only one other thing that's hard and actually is worth it Mm -hmm. and that would be i'm not going to elaborate too much because i've already talked enough about it but that's okay there's a character named zote he's a short guy he looks like you and basically his personality is you meet him by saving him from a big monster he's being eaten okay you slay the monster he's
0: being eaten. eaten I think he said said yeeted, he's been yeeted. Not quite
1: yeeted. But he was being eaten, and you come, you save him, you defeat the monster, and then he yells at you for destroying his prey. Okay. And then he goes to the surface and tells everyone that he defeated that monster. And he is a pain in your side the entire game. And uh, when you battle him eventually, because you get to a coliseum and he's like the final boss, it's really scary, because, like, the cage that he's in, it doesn't show you at first that it's him, and it rumbles really loud. Everyone's super scared, and then he falls out, and it's, mm-hmm. like, he comes up to you, and he has a sword called the, uh, the Life-Taker, or something like that. It bounces off you. It's made of wood. It does no damage to your character, so he charges, bounces off, and slides to, like over there that's just showing how weak he is Hmm. and then you have to beat him up which was kind of sad it It sounds like
0: an interesting game i really stink at video games but like it's a
1: platformer it's not 3d and
0: that sounds interesting when it's more like storyline based or like rpg or things like that i'm much more more interested yeah i'd be be down for that
1: in sorry i'm just in this place called the Pantheon, Mm -hmm. where you get to battle every single one of the bosses again. Like, you get to challenge all the bosses again. There's a secret room you can go to, and a secret wall, and another secret wall, and another secret wall. And if you break that last secret wall, then Zote, a statue of Zote will come out, and you get to challenge the 57 precepts of Zote, which basically in the middle of the game, he steals a girl that's really interested in you, and it's like, really Zote. And, uh, oh man, I, it's hard to explain it because then I'd have to get into the entirety of the tree. No, that's now.
0: okay. I think I think you give us a yeah, good picture of what can it's picture like. Picture
1: of what the game is like. It's it's insane. I would.
0: Highly I think we recommend should it. we should get a commission from Hollow Knight for that that excellent advertisement. Oh yeah, And it's pretty They're good. Going out with a
1: new game, so it's the Hollow Knight's researched because Silk Song is coming out. Yeah, which is the name of the new game.
0: Well, anything else you want to share before we go? I'm
1: trying to think. Uh, I don't. So hopefully we'll be able to ride the uh, Kraken tomorrow. Yep,
0: we're trying to aim for the Kraken. It's our next even bigger roller coaster than the one we rode today. Which so is uh, insane
1: because the one we rode today was
0: pretty big, pretty and big, pretty yeah. scary. I screamed a lot, and I I'm a big roller coaster person. So
1: the first drop was probably the worst part. It was the first. Drop. My goal is I want to ride
0: the King Ka this year at um, Six Flags. It's supposed Ooh. to be absolutely horrifying. I've never been on it, so that's my goal.
1: And the only thing that scares me is going upside down.
0: Oh, I'm I don't all like, for going I down. don't
1: like the going of upside
0: down. I like to do anything that makes me feel like I'm on the border of death.
1: I have no comment for
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, guys, wishing you all the best. Hope you enjoyed our podcast. Um, we're checking in from Florida, and uh, probably next time you hear from us, we'll be back in Jersey. So... Uh, Best to you all and uh, check out my social media again, pipers underscore song for Instagram and uh, peace out.